Good morning to everybody that's tuned in this morning. Yes, this morning still. The Saturday Leadership Plus, and I think we've had such strong words throughout the week. It would be a bit unfair for me to preach at you this morning. So we're going to go a bit slower this morning just to understand a few things and also ask a few questions. Good morning, Pastor Dami of the um, Power Base Institute. Good morning, Pastor Dami. Good morning, wherever you are tuned in. Good morning, Pastor Lennox. And if I've not greeted you personally, you know that it's not like that. It's just whatever I can see as quick enough. I can see Pastor Kwame. Good morning. Good morning, D9 of the Hope Dealer family. I'm joined here by the Inspire family, by the Hope Dealer family, Pastor Alex, Inspire family, Pastor Kevin, and House of Medics family, um, Dr. Emma. What an awesome word charge from Pastor Kevin. Thank you. I wish my voice sounded like yours. You know, those deep, Ross voice. It's like already there's power behind it when you're talking. <laughs> I know we've had a so-called storm disturb, disturbing London. Um, the House of Medics family was supposed to have their um, premiere yesterday, but they postponed it to next week. So someone status says it's just left for a pastor to start preaching about the storm coming out of the storm. Not in not in nation family, but you know. Good morning to everybody. Um, very hard words this week. If you've been hearing the word, it's um, I feel like the word is dealing with mental illness and dealing with um, things that we didn't know, deep issues, you know. We have the famous Deep Issues SoundCloud that um, you give to your souls as soon as they come into the nation. I hope you still do that. I hope you don't rush your soul straight to Thursday service because we know that as soon as they hear that kind of word, they'll just say, okay, are we Muslim or are we Christian? Which one, <laughs> which one are we doing? No, send them straight to foundations. You start from foundations, then work them up, build them up. You know, I forgot to greet Pastor um, Stephen and Pastor Kim of the Soul Snatchers Church. But work them into the word. Work them into the word gradually. I hope my sound is fine. Yeah? Good. So um, I, I was considering these things and saying to myself, I feel like the word is doing a rework in me also, allowing me to go back and go through um, the processes in how I think. So it would be correct if you have a notepad and pen for this session. Um, it would do you good because it's just a lot of review. And you start to go through the word and ask yourself, what kind of work is the word working in me? You have to be honest that way. It can be a bit hard to evaluate yourself because you don't want to say bad things sometimes. And you're so faith-filled that you feel like if you say something bad, you're declaring it upon your life. No, you're not. It's good to evaluate. It's good to say, I think I'm slow at this. Or I, I think I'm slow at understanding. I think um, I don't like knowledge. I don't like to learn. I don't like to listen. Sometimes you don't know, and so that's why you have leaders, so they can tell you that you know you don't listen, though. You know you rush to conclusion. Rushing to conclusion is also, um, it's also bad 
because you've not properly considered everything before you've concluded. So your answer, your conclusion will always be a bit off. So the ability to listen, listening to that kind of word yesterday and being honest with yourself if you don't understand it, giving yourself time because words are understood by time. Sometimes you need to go through something before you understand a word. Even though that word was spoken to you two weeks ago or a year ago, like this year, when we started off the word explosion this year, we just understood the word PT preached two years ago on God's genius plan. And you would have thought, oh, P.O. P.S.M. and P.O.N.Y.A.K.A. and P.N.I.K.I. How is it that you guys didn't understand? Because we just didn't understand. But did we hear the word? Yes. Did we applaud the word? Yes. We said it was a mad word like we always do. And... Like I always say to you, you send your fire, fire, flame, flame, sword, sword. You send all your stuff to promote your understanding of the word. But it took two years later for us to walk into that word with a word for that word. To prove that we understood that word. So the word comes to reset you. One of the things you can note down is... How you presently existed or exist is not actually how you're supposed to be. You're a combination of many factors that happened in your life along a journey. Um, you're also the combination of experiences from your parents. Do you know that you can actually inherit behavior? Within your genotype, you can inherit behaviors. So, Behaviors may not be programmed into your parents' gene, but somehow, by repetition of certain habits and behaviors, you too can adopt those behaviors from birth. So what the word comes to do is to reset you. And I remember the um, P.O.P. Sam preaching of Tulls Hill is back to factory settings, resetting you back to originality, original copy. The original copy was without taint and its mind was clear. It thought properly and it, and it did properly. It did without hesitation. The reason why it acted without hesitation is because its mind was clear. Have you ever hesitated to do something? You've hesitated because there's another information come through to you that makes you not want to do. So if someone says, put your hand in the fire, you're not just going to immediately put your hand in the fire. Why? You've watched a movie. You've seen someone, how they reacted. You probably have um, experienced it before. Or you heard the pain from someone else that put their hand in the flame. So you wouldn't just put your hand in the flame. Are you with me? So the work of the word is to reset you back to the space how your original copy was and you see the original copy of human did not have fear because it did not know much it was only told what to do from the inside it would know he would know so adam himself was complete in all sense if we think of it that way that he behaved as he was told but then knowledge comes in to actually um, give you your own opinion. Nothing wrong with opinion, but you do know your own opinion actually creates your own results. 
if I have a different opinion to Pastor Stephen, we're going to do different things. So when men started having a different opinion to God, because of, as Pastor Toby said, because of choice, the ability to have your own choices or make your own choices allowed you to develop your own thesis on certain things. So how God sees something is not how you see something today because over time, men have developed their own thesis on that thing. Are you clear with me? For example, if the Lord says, this is how to um, sow. Over time, because of certain words you've heard, you've believed that to sow is to sow your tithe and your 10%. It would then take the word to bring you out of that thought and bring you into the new thought of seed. But actually, before that, you are already given a pre-knowledge of, I just give my 10%. And you can only operate as far as you know. So it's extremely concerning. You have to know that whatever position you're in now is your fault. It's down to how much information you decided to take in. It's down to how much information you ingested and you processed to make who you are today. That's the reason of the word. That's why you have the word. So that Jaden will not be evangelist Jaden of 10 years ago or 5 years ago. You can constantly be updating that model because of what you're hearing. So you're only going to do what you know and it's down to what you're hearing. That is the importance of hearing the word. So if you want to build a new character, it's possible. If you feel like you're not successful enough, it's down to the character you have right now presently. You still hesitate at certain things. Even if you know you can be bolder and go and do something. Have you ever thought of trying to do something, even if it's for the sake of your business, you wanted to do something, but then something else comes into your mind and says, but what if? And then a fear comes in. Now, that fear is because a, there's a pre-existing knowledge there. There's something you know that is stopping you from doing. There is no difference from a multi-global superstar and hope dealers. There's no difference. It's both human beings. But out of the two, one of them just believes he can do. And I, I'm, I'm hoping and trusting that's the hope dealers. So you're going to hold on to your year and say, this is the year I make the most strides because I'm going to allow the word to reprogram certain spaces in my mind that I had fear. You just decide. I spent last night looking at um, generals and leaders and, and war, warriors kind of thing. And I was, I was looking at Alexander the Great. And Alexander was, is a guy who died at 32 but conquered half the world. And I, I was intrigued on this show. And I said, okay, let me, I want to study warfare. And this is before Pastor Daniel then. Ogoloma sent me a message saying that Putin has decided that, yeah, we're going to do this, Ukraine. What is going down? Forget all the peace talk. What is going down? That guy is so hard. Imagine with all the talks, they sent France to go speak to him because obviously he hates America, so Biden can't go. He just slapped Biden and lock him away somewhere. Don't show me this human engineering thing. Leave the comment screen for me till I give you a scripture. Thank you. 
So they had to look for their boys and they said, okay, who's going to go for us? Who does he like? It's just like in, in church setting now. If you wanted to speak to your leader or if you're in a house or if you're in a family, you want to speak to your leader and you know, ah, I think he likes William. So, hey, William, this is what I, we want to do. Not what I want to do, William. This is what we want to do. Are you hearing me, William? They say, yeah, 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 right. Go tell P.O. this is what we're going to do. So you, you send that one forward because their face is nice to the leader. The leader just looks at them and says, yeah, yes, yeah, 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 go. <laughs> so they've mustered everybody together and they said, who's going to go? And they've picked the French guy, Macron, and they've sent him to go speak to Putin. Now, this meeting is so funny. It's one long, massive table. It's like the length of this living room. And the French president is sitting there. Are you thinking that Putin's chair will be right next to him? No. His chair is on the other end. So one guy is here, another guy is here, and then he sits down and Putin in his fashion is like, I'm not speaking English for you. So the French president takes his earpiece and then he starts his voulez-vous coucher. And uh, that's a mad one, isn't it? Ah. Um, je ne comprends pas. And, uh, je sais. You know, for those who don't know French, they don't even know how I said, so I'm safe, don't worry. And then the Russian guy starts speaking his own thing. Starts speaking his own stuff. And they're speaking and they're speaking. And I can see the translation at the bottom. He's just saying, listen, we've, we're seeking diplomacy. We want diplomacy. Don't, don't, don't make this war. Don't, let's not take this to this level. Let's not shoot and blow each other up. And I promise you, at that moment, I'm looking at the Russian president, Putin, and I even thought, wow, he's, he's really listening because he was like, hmm, yeah. And then days later, you just hear, yeah, Putin's going to war against Ukraine. So my, my thing is, if you're even going to, because that's why I was studying warfare, but not even just because of that, back to what I was saying, that Alexander died at 32 and conquered half the world. How his father employed Plato or Socrates, one of them. You remember Socrates, Plato, big theologians. Is it theologians? Philosophers. He employed the best teacher of that time. And he grabbed him and he sat his son down at 13. And he said, teach my son. But guess what? He didn't bring the teacher to him. He took his son. And he moved him into Socrates' house for four years. No, for three years, sorry. So he came back at 16 with his mind just being whatever Socrates decided his mind should be. All the teachings of Socrates about human behavior, about boldness and bravery, about the world. And it was from Socrates or Plato, please correct me if you're a better philosopher than me, whichever one I've forgotten. Um, which one overnight but all the understandings and the discoveries of Socrates entered his mind it was his teacher that taught him that this is the known world at the time they've not discovered Nigeria and Ghana so don't worry that's why they didn't come for us all they knew was the Sudan Libya Iran at that time different names obviously they didn't know America yet. They knew Europe and Asia. They didn't know Australia. So his teacher drew him a map 
of the known world and started to put into his mind that you know you can take these nations. From 13 to 16, all Alexander heard was, you can take these nations. So this boy comes home at 16 and his dad had a walk with him. And on that walk, they were talking and he was astounded at the wisdom of his son at 16. And he looked at his son. This is according to the documentary. Don't shoot me if I'm wrong. He looks at his son and he says to him, Alexander, Macedonia is too small for you. Okay, do you understand that? He's, he's, he's a king. But he's looked at his son from their conversation and he said to him, our country is too small for you. You have to go out because the way you're talking, the things you know, all I can do is just give you space. Go do your thing. That's, that's crazy. His father passes away and then he inherits his dad's army. Now, what his dad did for him, which was great, is his dad was an obsessive warrior. So he trained a professional army, extremely professional army. These guys were seasoned in battle older men obviously in their 40s and onwards or 30s and on onwards but at 16 Alexander inherited this army and what did he do? Did he back away? Did he say I'm 16 I can't lead? No he stood in front of them and he said now listen guys my, my father is dead but we have much to do for great Macedonia he says to them 16 year old and they said there's something about Alexander and the way he speaks. He can win your, he wins people. When he talks, you just say, yeah, I'm, I'm with him. So he's convinced these older guys and they've gone on a journey with him. And they said they didn't, they never came home till he died. He went first to the first nation. Who did he draw out? He drew out Babylon. No, Persia. He drew out Persia and and why I found it interesting is that it was actually King Darius from scripture <laughs> that he came for first which is according to scripture because it was the Greeks that took over the Persians so it was actually Alexander that did that that's cool isn't it I love when scripture ties with history so now he's targeted Darius but Darius Babylon Persia is rich it's a great powerful nation but remember Macedonia is a small nation the only largeness to Macedonia is what his dad told him which is your mind is too much you have to leave our small country the only thing carrying Macedonia is the mind of a 16 year old his mind is all that made them powerful because they're actually a small nation they came against the titans called Persia and do you know what um, Socrates taught him Socrates said to him, whenever you fight, go for leadership first. Don't kill mere soldiers. Go for the leaders. And Socrates also taught him that whenever people line up in battles, the leaders like to stand to the right. So most likely, if you charge an army from the right, you're going to take out their leadership. Then the rest you're left to is just no more guys. Believe me, the way war is, yeah? If you're fighting and you... No, let me not use myself as an example. No. Let's just say your leader. If you just see a leader, your leader's with you and you remember all your um, passion and enthusiasm is 
based on your leader being there, you know, you're feeding off their aura because they're shouting, ah, and you're like, yeah, we're going to win. Then imagine you're seeing your leader going, ah, and then bam, he falls on the floor, arrow in his head. You're going to look at your sword, look at him and say, ah, hmm. Oh boy, if they can take you out like this, <laughs> no, I'm going home. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Said Alexander's army just had slings. Slings as in they put stone in a, in a sling and they will fling and use arrows. And they, he crashed through the right side, went straight for Darius, went straight for the king. Imagine he was outnumbered. It's a famous battle. They said that he was outnumbered six to one. Meaning every soldier he had, there's six against them. Imagine fighting six men and it's just you. So Darius had like 200,000 men and he just had like 30,000 men or something like this. But he took them, how? By breaking through the rank of leadership, going straight for Darius, even though there's another 200,000 people to fight, he, he ignores them, breaks through, goes straight for the leader. And on trying to kill Darius, what happened? He's killed Darius's bodyguard. i give you another example. I won't use you, PK, don't worry. <laughs> imagine you've got a big powerful bodyguard those days i had axe around me and axe and all these guys imagine a massive powerful bodyguard and then you have the king and when you see the bodyguard drop dead on the floor huh, if you're the king what will you do imagine you've got three hundred thousand troops that boy only has thirty thousand. in fact if you were you you just want to cross your leg and say you push you just tell me when we finish this fight though then all of a sudden, your, your big man next to you just drops down. He said, Darius fled. He ran. He fled. And you see his 200,000 troops, they clocked. Once they saw, ah, king is running. Listen, a normal soldier is not thinking, oh, but there's 200,000 of us. We can take this. No, a normal soldier is thinking, guys, I'm out. Drop their sword and they're running. And they said they fled, but... The problem now was because they were so scared, they started trampling each other. So Alexander didn't need to fight. The 200,000 people ran over each other. That's how they killed themselves. Such crazy war strategy though. But it can only be given to him by his teacher. Is So Socrates taught this boy, Aristotle, sorry, not Socrates. Aristotle taught this guy warfare to a place where he became obsessed with fighting and took half of the known world at the time and then this guy died at 32. That's, that's the story of Alexander. Who killed him? No one. He just didn't wake up. Some stories say because he was actually obsessed with taking the world and he couldn't discover more countries, he became sad. What kind of person is that? So it's like you die of heartache because there's nothing else to take over. You wake up and there's no one else to take over and you're thinking, oh man. So what's the point in living? They said that when he took the throne of Darius and he walked into his um, castle and he saw all the gold there. Do you know what he said? He said, so this is what it looks like to be a king. You may not understand that. He, he's saying that for my whole life, I've never lived like this. He saw Darius's palace and said, so this is what it's like to be a king. And he laughed and continued fighting. 
it's not his interest. His interest is take over. I'm just saying there's a kind of mind you have to have if you're going to separate yourself from the world and really challenge them. You can't have a subdued mind if you're going to take this world. Why? Because this world already is doing their thing. If you're going to be the aggressor and you're going to face them, you have to come on a certain energy and it's just going to be a listen. This is, this is all I want. I'm not looking for nothing else. So that's why I started then saying to myself, what is, would be in me that would allow me to be this way, Lord? How would I be able to muster this boldness? And I started considering what I was saying on Thursday and then PT went into later on. The God gene in you. You see, this, this God gene can be activated but it needs circumstance. That's what Pastor Kevin was saying. It needs certain circumstance for it to be activated. So the God gene is in you. Why you're children of God. You've heard it. Children of God. Like PT did the song. You're children of God. But have you not asked yourself, why don't I behave like God though? Because you have an assumption that God is powerful. He's mighty. He's bold. But sometimes don't you fall short of what you think God is. So you got to ask yourself, how do I activate that gene within me? The gene is activated in circumstances. It takes a circumstance. And PK was saying it. Sometimes your back needs to be against the wall for you to do a madness. I don't know if you were like me. I was one of those kids in school that I know I'm sharp. So I'm leaving homework till last second. If I start early, I'm not going to do it. I have to play FIFA for days and days and days, then come into the exam day, just five days before. Then I just take my book and it's like photographic memory. You're just learning everything and you just um, say it in the um, exam paper because you can get away with it. But I needed that pressure of exam is tomorrow. And I never understood why do I need that pressure, but it's just the way I was. It's difficult for me to start like five years before to be preparing. My, my parents wanted me to be that way. So they buy key stage um, four <laughs> when you're in key stage one. If you had parents like that, then you know what I'm saying. Say, oh, this summer you're going to be studying. Like, whoa, <laughs> I want to go out. No, this summer you're going to be studying. This is like um, year seven and stuff, you know, year six, year seven. Then they're buying you the um, work for the year ahead. What kind of... That, that's so depressing though, isn't it? But I'm not that kind of person. My back needs to be against the wall. So the God gene, it actually needs circumstance for it to come alive. It needs circumstances. But what religion did, religion made you mask experiences, cover experiences, dull out experiences, and that stopped the God gene from working. Let me give you an example. Religion will make you say, no, 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 don't worry. I know that I'm, I'm going through it right now, but by faith, the Lord will see me through. Hey, but what the God gene is trying to say to you is, guy, you're going through a madness. Now fight. Go to your room. Think. Think how you come out of this madness. Think how you sold 300 pounds a week. Don't say, I'm sowing 50 pounds a week right now, but, ah, man, don't worry, huh? When God is ready for me, you guys will see me. No! Go sit down and start to be creative and put your 
head into your paper like my parents oh now I sound like my mom when I said put your head into your paper but start to think and come up with a solution and then you see that the, the gene starts to spark because there's a circumstance the word is there for you to reason with the word is not there for you to quote sometimes you have the word and you say if you just quote this word isn't that what religion taught us if you quote this word the power of the word some people start sleeping with bible under their pillow wow the, the, the words of the bible will come out of your pillow and fight the demon in front of you no the bible is not does not work like that and it's actually not that powerful to work in that way that's called magic the word is not magic it is the word so let's stop leaving it under our pillow let's stop quoting the word and then you came to the shop and you had five pounds but your shopping was ten pounds and i give god all the glory because i looked at the man at the till and i said man i am a man of god you come out you see the most craziest stories in church for testimony auntie come and give us testimony time i just want to give the lord a testimony for years and years we have been trying for a child but man of God, and then you heard the MC say, hallelujah. As soon as I put my hand on Baba's chair, today we are celebrating a bouncing baby boy. <laughs> no, it doesn't, the word don't work like that. Go see the doctor. You got an issue that held you back for a time. And Ma, it's children come when it's the time if it's if you can't have kids go do your ivf ivf is not a robot child it's a human it's just helping you do what you can do take your gene take the woman's gene and then they say oh yeah here go home enjoy your child the world is already far ahead why because they reason they think that's what paul was saying in that scripture he said Guys, in Athens, these guys are worshipping gold and silver. They want to see God. They want to see God. They don't want to hear in the spirit realm. They want to see God. And then Paul was chastising them, saying to them, Why have you become religious? Reason with them. You don't, it's not Christianity unless you can reason with an atheist. If you can't take your life as Stephen, and sit an unbeliever down and talk about you talk about your life this is what happened to me and this is what i did this is what i'm doing if you can't do that and show the glory and power of god how will you take nation this powerful spiritual moving god why can't he even solve our bad roads back home if he's so powerful and if we meet up for all night services and we meet up for programs so many times I'm wondering at what point does someone in the program say God you know what leave my life don't worry my life is, is bad that one is far gone let's just be fixing the road that I used to go to work when, when do we even start from there but you see religion is so far gone that it's just going to say no now get into the spirit and when you get into the spirit you'll be fine you have no explanation for nothing you want to tell a spooky story uh, today I didn't have money and then someone I looked in my account and then I saw 
hundred pounds in my account because it's never big money when they tell the story. <laughs> They're not like you. They're not going to say, oh, then I saw 10K. Who's going to make mistake of sending you 10K? <laughs> Ain't no one making mistake of sending you 10K. The person that wants to send 10K, yeah, they, they, don't, they don't even trust their fingers, so they don't do it from their app. They will go to the bank. You know those aunties, they're going to say, I'm just going to send Chukwe Mecca 10,000. <laughs> she's carrying her bag and she's getting on the bus and she wants everyone, on, she even wants to tell everyone on the bus that, you know, today I'm sending 10,000. But she's not going to tell them. She just wants them to see her. And she walks into the bank proudly. Auntie is doing her job. Did I not set you up to do business? <laughs> Ain't no one making that mistake. Their own example of, of uh, what do they call this thing? Money in account blessing or whatever is £100. Ma, show me your bank statement. Let us go through where this money came from. Stop this stuff. Some of you received, you know, you hear those things. So these are the things that destroy cities. Because while the other men are reasoning and saying to themselves, I don't want to leave my life down to the chance of the spiritual hula bula. I want to be able to come into a knowing. And so they're searching for that knowing, but that knowing is for you. But the church ignored that and the church just said, you know what, we're just going to stick to the spiritual hula bula stuff. That's how the church lost influence amongst the people if the church was still using the word and reasoning then government would have been for the church because government is the consideration of policies and things and issues in government you're not allowed to pray an issue away you have to have a solution and then you pass the solution as a policy so that's the reason why church leaders except for nation family are not in places of influence in government because if you say to them we have a high rate of unemployment they're going to bring it as a prayer point to the church let us now pray for unemployment rates to drop but this is something that have you raised multi-millionaires entrepreneurs captains of industry so that they can employ the people what runs an economy is the small to medium enterprises. That's what runs an economy. That's what runs a nation. The big companies are not actually the main power in a nation. The main power in the nation are the smaller companies. Because they employ. They take on um, employment by the director himself as a staff, isn't it? Go and check what I'm saying so you're, you're, you're very sure what I'm saying is correct. That is exactly what it is. In every nation, at least 70% of it is SME. Yeah, because even if you look at this room, how many of us are, are employed by the big three or big five or big 10 companies? Not many. Most of us are entrepreneurs. Is that not correct? So we, we have to make sure that the word is not something that you just use for your own feeling. You sit down with the word to deal with your mind in areas where you know you need a reset, a resetting. That's what you need the word for. So we have to avoid religion. Why? Because religion lets, makes us dull out. 
areas where we should have been sensitive. You should have been sensitive to your lack of finances, not praying for help. You should have been sensitive to your bad attitude, not praying for help. Someone has a problem with anger. And you know what the world did? When they were waiting for the church to come up with solution and we didn't, so they sent up um, anonymous whatever. You know those places where you sit in a circle? Hi, my name is Joe. I am... I am an alcoholic or I am suffering from anger. They just said, you guys are long men. We're just going to set it up ourselves. They set up these things themselves just to arrive at conclusion and arrive at solution. We're busy praying it away. But these things were for us to consider if we allowed ourselves to be sensitive. If you're sensitive, you consider, why is it that my leader is always shouting at me to do this thing? That means I'm slow towards this. Deep it, take it in. You guys say, we deep it. Don't bring it up as a prayer point. Deep the thing. Why am I slow? Then sit down. Go and find the word in regards to that and deal with yourself like a doctor would. If you can't meet Dr. Emma, book a consultation session. Meet Pastor Elisha. Those who study psychology should be the strongest people with word power. They should have amazing word power because they work on the mind. They're mastering using the word on the mind because that's what the word is. Are you with me? So it is not just the hearing of the word, but now you have to understand the word. Because understanding is the healing part of the word, isn't it? It's the healing part. You get what you're supposed to do. Stay on the word till you understand that word. Don't just run off. Because remember, if something is pinching you, if you're going through a situation, I just want to move my child into a good school. If you sit down and you actually spend time thinking on how to, because the laws of this country have stopped you from doing so because you have to live in a certain borough. But if you sat down to think, you would have been able to know the solution for this is not prayer. The solution for this is contacting a love house because they live in Chelsea and move my child in. Simple. That's the God gene. So the God gene is not walking through windows or walking through doors. The God gene is coming up with solution before men have found laws to permit your solution. Before the government comes up with a law to help you, you can have a solution for your own ailment through the word by considering and reasoning. Matching the word to your problem and you will reason out a solution. But I don't want to go too far. So let's, let's look, go a bit more into understanding. If you go to um, Genesis chapter 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth so i then started looking more into understanding because i realized i need a lot of understanding understanding is so powerful within the context of the word you need it so i said let me start from the beginning because we're talking about resetting and and bringing the the man you are now back to the man in the beginning are we going together are we following one another right you're following me yeah so we're taking man back 
he says in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth now if it is true we have to challenge god at his word and see what he's saying about it but then go to psalm 136 because this is how god starts in the beginning he said he created the heavens and the earth this is chapter 1 verse 1 of the bible the bible yes we're not reading the quran you like the way i said it it's because i used to live in sudan that's how you actually say quran go on give thanks to the lord psalm 136 aha good thank you sorry go on give thanks to the lord Uh uh-huh for he is good for he is good now if you can somewhere in your notes just underline that he is good so i said you might need pen and pad we're just gonna go slow and understand and walk away like global leaders and apply the word give thanks to the lord for he is good Uh uh-huh his love endures forever you know sometimes people will sing this his love endures forever but it's good to sing that because it's scripture Uh uh-huh go on give thanks to the god of gods Uh his love endures forever yes give thanks to the lord of lords yes his love endures forever it does to him who alone does great wonders his love endures forever uh-huh. who by his understanding yes made the heavens uh-huh. his love endures forever so, underline this here so in the beginning god creates the heavens and the earth but god creates the heavens how by understanding so he had the word but he has to understand the word to make the heavens and the earth is this fair is it in the word so understanding plays a major role before you act you can hear the word on something but before you act on that thing you need understanding we can hear a madness word but then start to seek understanding because understanding will depend on how much of the madness word you actually do do you know how many words are on SoundCloud? Pastor Sam SoundCloud, Pastor Dami SoundCloud, Pastor Nikki SoundCloud, Pastor Onye. Before you even get to PT SoundCloud, tons and tons of policies and words that are ready to be understood. There are actions tied to them. You can pattern out your whole year just by going through the cloud and finding action for things. If I'm going to start a shop or a business, I'm going to go through the word and find where it permits me to do a madness in that thing and dwell on that thing, dwell on it until I believe it. Do you understand me? So understanding plays key, key major key major role. Excuse me. It plays a key major role. The life of uh, Alexander in the beginning from the young age of learning is because his father wants him to know very little but this word from Aristotle. I need you to know almost nothing from me but everything from your teacher so it is good to hear your teachers. You sit down. If you want to take a nation, you sit down in a leadership class, Pastor Onyeka preaching. You sit down to a leadership class, Pastor Toby preaching and you're hearing the word because you want to do something about something can't trust yourself 
God gene can only be activated if a circumstance meets a word. The circumstance has to clash with the word. If there's no collision with a word, you remain the same only with the feeling of good word because there is feeling of good word. You want to avoid living life with just the feeling of good word. You want to change your life. Do you understand me? You want to change. If you want to change, you consider the word. You take the word. Choose to understand the word. You don't leave that word, Christian, till you understand the word. What Daniel did in the time of exile, God promised them freedom. God promised them freedom, but they remained in captivity. Why? Although the word said that you're supposed to be free by 2022, no one took the word to understand it. So that word just stayed there. And the people were wondering, how has the Lord forsaken us? No, there is a word there for you to act. So it said, until Daniel set his mind to understanding, he sat down, went on his knees and said, why are we still slaves? And then it said, an angel of the Lord rushes out to him to give him understanding, to say, now we're going to show you what to do for your people to be free. Can't just leave it to chance. I'm not going to... Don't live your life to chance. Can we, can we not live our life to chance? Just hearing the word is also living your life to chance. It's not enough to turn up on Thursday. It's not enough to turn up on Sunday. It's not enough to win souls. It's not enough to sow seed. You must still, you must still accept that you're flawed. And the only way to win is that there is this inner card inside you that unless you activate that card, you will still just be playing all you. You have to put yourself in situations. So sometimes some people want to put themselves in a madness situation before that gene acts out. It, it pushes you to understand until there was slavery, until this, the appointed time to free them passed. Then people started to panic. You would have been free before, but you waited till you could not bear slavery anymore. Then Daniel went to go search. You're waiting for prosperity, but maybe it's waiting for you to sow a seed that really affects you. Then your mind starts to think. Then your feet start to stumble into a mad business or a mad project to do. But it took you first not relying on what you had. You have to force that gene to come out, but... For you to force the gene to come out, you have to put yourself in a situation. So we see it many times. So the act of sowing is just, how do I bring myself to a place where I can aggravate gene activation to make me not behave as Oni, but to behave as God's man. God's man has his own purpose in this world to do. But you stifle his own purpose. You stifle what he's going to do just by living your life. If I want to be a chief editor, you know there are already chief editors, editors-in-chief, huge magazines. If I'm going to set myself apart in a generation where I become the wonder to the world that a young lady, a black young lady, is the editor of so-called, so-called magazine, then I have to put myself in a situation of discomfort so that I can start to understand certain words instead of quoting them. You, you push yourself in a place where you're depending on the word 
entirely and it's in that space when you're depending on the word that the word starts to give reason with you yeah that's when the word starts to reason with you because the word is not letters the word is a mind it's a mindset it's alive so if you stop quoting it and decide to reason with it it will convince you so then Jacob wrestled with himself and when I was younger it shows a picture of a man wrestling with an angel it's a lie lay down in the desert his brother is chasing him to kill him do you understand the guy's situation death is next tomorrow death is 24 hours away your brother is chasing you to kill you so he's wrestling in his mind in his sleep what am I going to do I, I have to have a solution for this if not I'm a dead man who wants to die at that point he's wrestling with his mind then the word comes in he's considering the word it's a tussle you know when you're reasoning with the word how you know you're reasoning with the word it's, it's a tussle of mindset for you and the word fighting and the word is convincing you giving you um, thesis that's the reason why you have all these stories it's, it's reminding you when I acted in this man's life when I acted in this lady's life this is what I did telling you to pluck up courage so listen Joshua can't be bold until Moses die can't be bold what's bold you can consider the word boldness and quote it I'm bold I'm courageous but until you're in a situation to show it you're not going to know what boldness is you know there's words you can say until you're in that space now imagine 3 million people and they're the most hardest people it's hard enough leading 100, 300, 400 leading a church of 2,000 now 3 million this uncles and aunties stubborn <laughs> all playing their own politics cutting this one out going to the leader cutting this person out going to the leader and you're following your man of God and you're seeing him work but the day you know they don't rate you you know they rate your leader they rate your leader not you and your leader passed away how are you going to feel telling you Joshua felt this small Joshua begins to panic because he knows as Joshua I can't do anything circumstance has come for him to now reason with the word and the first thing the word has to tell him is be bold and courageous be bold you have to be bold now so that you can lead these people and take nations so it's only he's only going to actually assess boldness according to his situation what would have happened if Joshua said don't worry Moses has died but I just give God the glory for following the man of God and I just believe that because he laid hands on me I am ready to do this work how many people have you seen hands laid on and they go and do a madness is it by the laying of hand I've, how many times have you seen hand laid on me I'm not discounting the power of the laying of hand because it's scriptural but I'm saying that the word itself 
once you have that word and you begin to reason that with that word it's enough to set you free and it's enough to allow you to go and do so I says the word sets free because you're caged already you need the word so by understanding he made the heavens so God himself cannot set the heavens in place unless he understands what the word is saying about him God I asked Pastor Toby a question in 1st of June 2021 can I can I share it with you see your mouth yes sir of course you want to know my questions huh? Don't say it's not fair, so because you can ask PT questions. Uh -huh. Don't don't start asking me questions. It can be annoying when people ask me certain questions. Pass on your car. He stayed at home today, huh? Is he here? Wow. This time, Pasanyeka is sitting at the back. Flaky bakes Pasanyeka is sitting at the back. So that he can hide his sleepy eyes from me. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just playing. No, I'm not playing. I'm being frugal. I know that's why you're sitting there, sir. On you, man. Why are you like this? Why don't you just be a calm guy? I, I don't know why I like to poke sometimes. <laughs> last, the last week's service, Nini was sweating. You know, I thought her wig would just uh, <laughs> so I asked PT <laughs> 1st June 2021 I asked him what brings understanding and how do I increase in it should I give you the answer you don't sound like you want to hear the answer should I give you the answer you sure I don't know if I want to give you the answer because people like Alex did recording and they're going to try use things to come and do another mad word or pk them look how pk that is <laughs> it's like the whole time i'm speaking <laughs> then it's at this moment he brings out his phone <laughs> some people's phone is now take record like Pio, you were just talking but now yeah let's hear what you have to say <laughs> he said it's his purpose it is purpose that gives understanding. And then he said, whatever the call is, reveals understanding. Whatever your call is, reveals understanding. He said, it reveals understanding more. And he said, understanding, he said, information and understanding will flow towards you endlessly and you won't be in control of the flow of it. I repeat, it is purpose that gives understanding. Whatever the call is, reveals understanding. Understand purpose more. And information and understanding will flow toward you endlessly. And you won't be in control of the flow of it. So purpose attracts understanding so you're, you can go back to that Genesis, Genesis and consider that it was if not for God's purpose to create the heavens the word would not allow him the honor to understand 
how to make it. Because it is his purpose to do so. The word is so powerful. Imagine this. God needs to create. But the word knows that he's a creator. So the word allows him to understand what he's saying about establishing the heavens and the earth. You're not a creator. So you're not going to be able to stumble into the understanding of making heaven. Does that make sense? Understanding is close to your purpose. So whenever you're hearing a madness word, it's just word. But if you know your purpose, you can then make sense of the word. So the word is not going to say, today I want to speak to Pio, and then tomorrow I want to speak to Erica. The word does not act that way. The word is the word. And it comes out as the word. But if Erica knows her purpose, even though PT is preaching about Moses, she'll be hearing something for PR. An understanding of that word according to PR. And then a PO will be hearing an understanding of that word according to Paul's family. Understanding will be given to either of them based on their purpose. That's the power of the word. Let's go to evidence one. That is Proverbs chapter four. The beginning of wisdom is this. Yes. Get wisdom. Uh-huh. Though it costs all you have. Yes. Get understanding. Though it costs all you have. Get understanding. So in the context we understand, it's just saying before you hear the word and you want to do a madness, know your purpose. If you have purpose, you need less counseling from your leader. Because you will just be hearing the word according to what you have to do. It said, though it costs all you have, get understanding because your life will be useless without instruction. So Daniel understands it is for him unless until someone takes on that purpose to say, I'm the one that's going to deliver Israel, then understanding of the word came. Jesus then says to them, come out onto the water. It's according to whichever disciple takes that word as for him. It is my purpose to fulfill this word. As soon as he steps out, the understanding of how to walk on water just steps into his bones. That's how you do a madness. By just knowing your purpose and then you're growing in your purpose. You're growing in your responsibility. Don't look for too much spiritual hula bula shaking. I just need to know my purpose and be strong in it. And as I grow in that, the word begins to give me understanding concerning words that have been preached before. Uh-huh. What do you want to read for me? Proverbs 20 verse 5. Go ahead. Counsel in the heart of a man is like water in a deep well. Uh-huh. But a man of understanding draws it out. That's so mad. Read that again. Counsel in the heart of a man is like water it, in a like deep, deep well it's like deep water in a well can we can we all admit that water is good water is useful but if water is in the well 
How do we make use of water? You're hearing mad deep words. It's like counsel in the heart of a man. It's like, it's like water in a deep well. Now it's there and it's useful for you. But it says, but a man of understanding, uh-huh. But a man of understanding draws, draws it out. out. The ability to make the word act for you is according to purpose. Purpose allows me to understand a word. Then I have boldness and I just go and do. Just go and do the word. Don't need to ask for permission from anybody. I just know it's for me to do this thing right now. If you're a business person, you're saying, right now the whole dealer family needs to step into a space of signing artists. Why? Because PT in the word explosion started speaking about how this word will bring us to a place of employing the world. That's the next version of soul winning. Then you won't go home and sit down, Stephen. You're not going to be waiting for a madness word. You're going to go back with your limitless team and start putting together an organization. And you're going to create, um, what did we used to call this thing? We used to call it um, takeovers. But your new takeover would then be studio sessions. You're just getting souls to walk into the studio, using the studio, and you're taking their details, taking their datas, finding the way in which the word that was translated to you. you can only understand if you're deep-rooted in your purpose, though. You really believe you're... That's why it's so, it's so bad to just be scattered and everywhere. If you believe you're a musician called, not that you're changing business day by day. This business doesn't work out, you change to the other. And you can do that. There's nothing wrong with that, by the way. But what I'm talking about is the mind of that person. Certain minds don't fail. Certain minds just evolve for some people it's not called failing for some people they're just journeying into their purpose and they're understanding more getting closer to understanding he says but a man of understanding draws it out uh-huh what else do you have anything else to read for me proverbs three nineteen. yes by wisdom the lord laid the earth's foundations yes by understanding he set the heavens in place. Another scripture again, letting us know how God actually established the heavens. Yes, he heard a word. He has the word. But unless he understands the word, he can't set the heavens in place. The heavens were actually made by understanding. What does that mean? He knows that I am God and it's my space to create this. No one else. That's how a Steve Jobs walks into power of an apple. He takes it upon himself, the responsibility that we're not going to use flip phones anymore. No, the end of flip phones and he's not going to go pray about it. That's where the church gets it wrong. I'm not going to wait till they make a new um, wig for the world to use. <laughs> But if I'm a Zahir, I already know the issues that they face and I'm just going to come up with it. I'm just going to do it myself. So understanding comes when you believe in your purpose, when you have a purpose, when you're growing in your purpose. If you outright believe 
you are the person to build the financial economy of this nation, God will give you solutions according to finance. So the word will only give you understanding according to what you've matched as your responsibility. Next to purpose, you can put responsibility. The thing I believe I'm responsible for. The thing that when God starts speaking about, he's, I'm not going to look at Pastor KB. And I'm not going to look at um, Pastor Ebon. I'm going to know he's talking to me. So if we've not had superstar footballers yet believe in God coming to the nation family then a pastor laddie should know it's your responsibility and wherever we are in this space in the nation is because of you and how much of your purpose you've actually taken on because there are words out there to give you understanding on how to establish in that space but you have to accept the responsibility. Who is Moses? Moses is a guy who when he found out he's half Israeli and half Egyptian or however you want to put it, full Israeli but grew up in Egypt. But let's just say half half for now. When he's found this out and he's realized that it's actually his people that they're whipping to build pyramids, he take, did he have a dream? Did he see the Lord in the night? He takes on the responsibility. How? He just believes it's his purpose to free them. He becomes obsessed with a purpose that he believes in. That then leads him to do what? It leads him to murder. Goes to go kill someone. Because you don't understand. The, the power of purpose, the power of responsibility will make you overlook anything else but just to make that thing come to be you're not going to consider laws you're going to be so obsessed to do boldness will set into you and fear will be driven out and you're just going to want to do if you're still considering the cost of being yourself then you've not found yourself imagine sitting down and knowing I'm supposed to establish this in the nation I'm supposed to be the one that brings this understanding into the nation. Imagine sitting down that way and hearing the word according to that and you don't do it. That just means you've not really accepted responsibility for that work. What will heaven now do? It starts to look for a man after his heart. It looks for someone who can share the same level of responsibility. You can share that responsibility then understanding rushes out to that person. Then you see them doing. Don't now be mad or angry and saying, ah, but you're, you're in my place, you're doing my thing. No, if you two have mustered the purpose, if you two have built up your purpose and built up the understanding that you're responsible, you would have heard actions in the word to go and do. Let's go back to that Proverbs chapter 2 verse, um, start from verse 4. Then he taught me. Uh-huh. And he said to me, take hold of my words with all your hearts. Uh-huh. Keep my commands and you will live. Take hold of my words with all your hearts. Keep my commands and you will live. Get wisdom. Uh-huh. Get understanding. Solomon says, get wisdom, 
Get understanding, uh-huh. Do not forget my words. Now look at the way he's repeating this thing. It must be so important. Do not forget my words. Or turn away from them. Or turn away from them. Do not forsake wisdom. Uh-huh. And she will protect you. Oh, go to um Proverbs chapter 2. Proverbs 2 and read from verse 4. Read, yeah, 3. 3 is fine. Indeed, if you call out for insight uh-huh. and cry aloud for understanding. What will happen? And if you look for it as for silver uh-huh. and search for it as for hidden treasure, uh-huh. then you will understand the fear of the Lord. Oh my days. Uh-huh. And find the knowledge of God. Let's read that verse 3 again so that they can hear you again. Indeed, if you call out for insight. Indeed. If you call out for insights, meaning the first thing you're looking for after hearing a mad word is you're searching desperately to understand. And it must be linked to your purpose. So you're holding on to your purpose as you're hearing the word. That's how you hear the word. Don't just sit down as anyone to hear the word. When you're in the presence of the word, you sit down as the person the word wants to speak to. You sit down as the minister of finance of, of Zimbabwe or wherever country you think you or whatever you think you're called to. You can sit down as the director of the World Health Organization. When you're hearing the word, you make sure you're not, you don't take any seats lesser than what you believe your purpose is so that you can hear the word. Indeed, if you call out for insights... Uh-huh. And cry aloud for understanding. And cry aloud. So at the moment I hear the word, I'm crying out to understand. First point, make sure you've written that out. The first thing I'm looking for from hearing the word is I'm crying out for understanding according to my purpose. Uh-huh, go on. And if you look for it, as for silver. Now it gives you how you should look for understanding. Have you ever searched for a job before? endless time on the computer researching so actually the development of the god gene is not something that just down to prayer can't just pray for it you can't just pray now i just want to be more like jesus you cannot pray to be more like jesus you can search the word to become like the word you can ask you can spend endless time but it has to become an obsession according to your purpose it has to become an obsession says if you look for it as for silver and search for it as for hidden treasure have you ever looked for a pattern or a play or a financial thing you can do or how you to make money the same way you look for a case service looks for who will accredit her products and and um what's that thing you did the licensing thing the same way you look for the right person to license your business the same way you research a new business the same way you found a new venue to be Lady Joe. Have you searched the word according to your purpose in that manner? If you haven't, then understanding is still far from you. It's not a prayer thing. You cannot get on your knees on one night and ask for understanding and it's delivered to you. The heavens have to see your reckless abandonment to look for. According to your purpose, they have to see that this person is not taking it to chance. 
they've decided that by all means necessary they will create a solution pertaining to this thing in this world the word has to see that the word does not see that then it will be far from you you will not find it it says look for it as for silver and search for it as for hidden treasure Uh uh-huh then you will understand the fear of the Lord. Then what will happen? You will then understand the fear of the Lord. Uh huh. And find the knowledge of God. So I'll begin to round up here. It says you will then find the knowledge of God. <laughs> Pastor Toby was saying something. He was saying that purpose takes the place of good. Do you remember this? So you write it down. Purpose takes the place of good. So we've been using this word purpose because it's actually by purpose that you draw understanding of the word. It is by purpose. So can we now go back and see how purpose and what we said about purpose derives us to knowing that purpose means good that purpose takes the place of good can we go into that purpose is how I draw down understanding from the word but PT says that at a space and time purpose takes the place of good what is good I'll show you from this verse 5 but let's go to Genesis chapter 1 and read from verse 1 to 4 in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth purpose uh-huh now the earth was formless and empty yes darkness was over the surface of the deep uh-huh and the spirit of god was hovering over the waters yes and god said let there be light so he says let there be light he then does something according to his understanding of the word he says let there be light and there was light and there was light god saw that the light was good god saw that the light was what uh-huh and he separated the light from the darkness so you know we have something called the tree of good and evil abby now do you know i think that's genesis is that where is that Genesis chapter 2 or something. I didn't even write this down. But look for that scripture where the, the Satan, yeah, you have to find it. Satan then comes up to Eve and says, you won't, you won't surely die. You will just know good and evil and you'll be like who? You'll be like God. So you remember the Proverbs chapter 5 where it says, and in this understanding you will come to the knowledge of God what Satan will do is he just start twisting words so he's not fully always wrong that's what makes a lie believable if I say to you that one whose hair is red you're not going to believe me because it's never been red it's always just black but if I say it's black with a tinge inside the black there's some blonde streaks you say "Mm, okay maybe let's consider it if I say to you the sky is, is green, you're not going to even consider that. It will be like foolishness, isn't it? Like rubbish, talking rubbish, my guy. But if I say it is cloudy today, you will consider what I'm saying. 
even if the skies are clear. Go on. But God did say, you must not eat from the tree. Where are you reading from? Genesis 3. Uh-huh. But God did say, you must not eat from the tree mm-hmm. that is in the middle of the garden. Uh-huh. And you must not touch it or you will die. Uh-huh. You will not certainly die, the serpent said to you the woman. Not, he said to him, you will not certainly die. This guy, he said, you will not certainly. So guy, there is a die that will happen. But the woman was not shot. See what I'm saying? Sending women into the front line to do things. I'm playing. Say, so you will not certainly die. So that means there's going to be a die though. If I were her, I would have said, okay, so there is a, for, okay, so what's the die then? No, you will not certainly die. Uh-huh, what else did you say? For God knows uh-huh. that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened. He said, but God knows when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened. And you will be like who? And you will be like God. <laughs> knowing knowing good and evil. The first person that says it is good was God. <laughs> God is the first person that in the remit of his purpose, as God, he knows what is good and what is evil. So when he created, he says, this is good. He declares it as good. The issue here is the power to define good and evil was given to people who did not know their purpose. So the moment the man ate the fruit, they did die because he was still under tutoring of God. God was still teaching him how to be God. Come in the cool of the day and spend time with him. But the moment that man wields this power, what happens? It's no longer God creating and saying it is good. Now Adam will go see things and say, this is good, this is bad, this is good, this is bad, this is good, this is bad. And what does that do? That gives very little space for you to know God. Because then you start calling things bad that are good. Uh, Can we move slow? What stops you from being and fulfilling your purpose is predefined spaces of bad that existed before you entered your purpose. Areas where you let the world act before you. So you've let a Davido become a super mega star before you. And because of that, they say this is bad and this is good. So when hope dealers come out and they're rapping, they say, huh, gospel artists should not sound like that. What are you talking about? Because they think they can say what's good and what's bad. But what God is trying to do is bring us back to our space of purpose where we can be like him and we can declare things that have been named by the world as bad. We can start placing our mark there. Do you understand what I'm saying? Let me go a bit slower for you. God starts to create and says, it is good. It is good. What stops us in this world 
is laws that men will pass before you and tell you, Ebon, don't do. But by the word, if you sink into the word and you draw close to your purpose, you can operate in spaces where they've told you not to. Another example I give you. It is illegal to have a gambling company in the UK, but it is legal in Vegas. Because the man of UK said it's wrong. The man of Vegas said it's right. They pay taxes in Vegas. They don't pay taxes elsewhere, so it is wrong. The definition of wrong fell into the hands of them. Do you understand that the slower it takes you to get to your space, the less ground you have to operate because they're just going to be passing off spaces as bad so that you don't compete with them. There's no such thing as bad money. But there is jurisdictions. If you do, if you make money in a certain way in one area in this way, it is right. If you make money in another in that same way in another jurisdiction, it is wrong. The selling of marijuana become medicinal. Why? Because now we can have businesses that pay tax and do their thing. So they're killing the streets, BK. The street street dealers are gonna suffer. You're gonna sell me something, I can go into the shop and buy myself. I don't need to be hiding in a corner somewhere with my hoodie up. I don't even need to pretend to my mom. At a stage in this life, you will see people smoking Ebola in the living room in front of mom and dad because they have the paper to say, Mom, you see, half my mind is, um, you know, I'm going through some mental stuff. And the doctor said that I have to smoke weed. And you see mommy coming back from prayer, even opening the packets of the Rizla for you and telling you, see, have you taken today's dose? Just quickly just roll this thing so you can be fine. We're going there. So unless we come to that space of purpose <laughs> and really start getting this word, you're going to wake up and Eden will be nowhere to be found. Men of this world would have taken up so much space. What are you doing? You're reclaiming ground. That's the reason of purpose and hearing the word. You're reclaiming ground. Go on. Psalm 115 verse 15. Yeah. May you be blessed of the Lord. Yeah. Maker of heaven and earth. Mm. The heavens are the heavens of the Lord. Yeah. But the earth he has given to the sons of men. Look at this. It says the highest heavens belong to the Lord, but the earth... He has given to mankind. So the issue you will have is if you've denied your own responsibility and you've left it in the hand of the world, what will the world do? They will start to declare spaces before you get there. Then it will make it weird for you to operate because it will look like you're breaking the law. But you would not have been breaking the law if you got there first. That's the reason why you hear in the word. That's the reason why you're growing in your purpose. Go back to the um, Proverbs for me because it's very important that you, you get something else I want to say here on verse 5. 
then you will understand the fear of the Lord uh -huh. and find the knowledge of God. And find the knowledge of God because you see now, you only know God according to what you've taken responsibility for. But what God is trying to do is he's trying to get you to a space to be like Christ. What did it say about Christ? It said, in him it pleased him to have, did it say part of him? It said to have his fullness. His fullness dwell inside Christ. Christ has no area of limitation. He can operate in any field and in any space because of his knowing of his responsibility as a son of God, he believes and knows that he can operate in any space and that's what you're growing for. So yes, you start off like this, only knowing God to the capacity of marketing or cybersecurity or knowing God to a certain capacity of purpose and work, but you're actually growing to know him in a full capacity. Well, you can only know him to a full capacity if you continue to grow in your responsibility taking. Don't shy away from the responsibility due to you, given to you by the word. If not, we're going to have half-baked children that can't go to war. We're going to have entertainers that were meant to take the entertainment space, but ended up just making featuring this, featuring that. You were meant to be carving out new culture in the world. world. The music space is there to create culture. The, the biggest tool for creating culture is entertainment. You can create a, a person of a, you can take a Ghanaian, you can take an American, and you can make them think and dress the same way because of music. But unless the musicians do music as sons of God, they shy away from that responsibility and then what happens? We allow a Naira Mali to create his own nation. Malians. You have medical doctors smoking in board behaving like Malian. Medical doctor. You have top engineers shouting Malian. Do you know? The guy's movement is strong, you know. <laughs> movement is powerful. You have church girls doing Malian culture after service. Away from mom and dad, hiding. It's a strong movement. He's created a culture. Don't lie, you yourself, you've done it sometimes, right? You spend some time in your room and you just, even if you just bobbed your head. Because he's taking a space and a responsibility and he's put a mark on that space. Now, the word will find it hard to operate there if the word remains religious, but if the word can reason with you, it will start to show you, no, Alex, do things like this, do things like that, rap like this, speak about this, don't be afraid to challenge this, and that's how a culture can be born from music. If it's in the business space, the same thing. How many times would you have shied away from something only because you actually didn't believe you're the one to go change it. We celebrate Jay-Z enough. Celebrate P. Diddy enough. It's like black people, how many people do we want to now be celebrating per time? When will it be your turn? Do you ask yourself that question? When will it be my turn? But the problem is religion sometimes will dull away the places that you are meant to be sensitive on so that it can be your turn. 
Religion will dull those things away. And religion is dangerous because you can be hearing a mad word in nation family and be religious. You can make religion out of the word in this house. You can do. You can make it religion to go on a SoundCloud and listen to SoundCloud frequently. And then you start bragging on how many SoundClouds you listen to. How many of the SoundClouds touched you to do something? Because you never actually heard to the point where it pissed you. And you said, no, I'm, if you're really the head of security, chief of security, then you would have patterned out security in a way where you just know that, no, this guy should be head of military even. That's what Apostle Kevin would now be doing. You bring excellence. You know, Daniel brought excellence to the point where they put him in front of the magicians of that space. In Babylon, they said, this guy is so excellent you have to lead all these magicians, all these wise men. How so? Because he had the word that he was reasoning with. Not because he said, no, now we're just going to pray for God to move. No, he came with solution. At given times, he had, listen, let's be very practical. One dream cannot establish you. It would have been that he has a track record of giving solution time and time again. He's taking on the responsibility that whenever there is mystery, I will decode it. I, Daniel, will decode mystery. Technologies that are not understood, I will come up with them. That's the decoding of mystery in that time is technology. Daniel figures out quicker ways to do hard things. Daniel figures out simpler ways to do difficult processes. So he has to become the chief. He has to become the leader of that space. Simple. So it is not a going home to pray and shaking the Lord thing. Although sometimes you might want to shake in the Lord. I don't know, depending on the kind of person you are. Some people, unless they shake, they don't believe the word is really moving. So I don't know. It is a going back and reasoning with the word. If you're a broken girl, how can you be a leader? You have to admit you're broken. You have to admit you've gone through things in life that have made you the worst version of you. You are the worst version of you. We don't, fool, don't try and trick us. You know who you are. Then you have to go into your closet and deal with you. Reasoning with the word. Looking for understanding so that the word can speak to you and tell you, don't do things like this. Unless we get to this space, guess what? The knowing of God will become hard. It will become a myth to know God. But you see, it's not a myth to know God. It's in your mind so I said, I'll place my word where? In their hearts and in their mind. If you reach the place where you don't question yourself and evaluate yourself, searching your heart and looking for real solution. When I say real solution, I'm not asking you to become logical. I'm asking you to have attention to detail in what the word is saying according to what you're supposed to do then the supernatural can kick in. What is the supernatural? Giving you a process to do something that's not been discovered before. Simple. 
So you can make something look easy, but really it's difficult. Does not mean you've made the book disappear or you've made the pen disappear. They will see you working and they'll be saying, no, what she's doing is simple. Let them try it. It will be hard. Because at some point in time, you've taken the responsibility for a word that was given. And at the moment you took responsibility for that word, you then have, or or, or the moment you believe is your purpose, you then have the right to declare good on that work than you're allowed to do. Declaring good gives you the permission to establish. God has to look back on what he's done and if it's good, he leaves it. That's the reason for the word so that when you do something, you know, the only way something cannot be established is if it's wrong, if it's bad, then the word will tear it down. What is it worth if you build a company and then it doesn't survive? What is it worth if you're in the nation family and you're not growing? It it means then that you're not establishing. You can be creating, but are you establishing though? You're going to need the word. You're going to need understanding to establish. It is by understanding and establishing that we know you really built a work. Remember what we said last week that The storm may hit what you're building. The rain may hit what you're building. But if it stands, then we know that you really built a work. You did something. You might want to start on yourself. Then see how you react to the things that broke you down before. Then you know how far you came with building yourself on the word. Then you will know if you even built, added the word to yourself. You still have issues on things that you had issues when you first came in as a soul go back and reconsider what you heard in the word or what you think you understood then you didn't understand because understanding brings progress understanding brings establishment understanding allows you to create without interruption because no one will be able to stop you and say what you're doing is wrong you will declare it good before anybody can't judge Moses for killing because at that point in time he's moving on his own understanding according to a purpose God couldn't even hold him on that I'm not saying go kill anyone please I want us to round up here this afternoon if you've been tuned in with us let me just see the comments if you've been tuned in with us this afternoon I'm just going to allow us to round up here I believe Jack from Rangers. Oh, Jack was tuned in. That's great. I believe that it's a moment where we're really supposed to sit on the word according to your point of view for now and let the word gradually take you into a deeper space of knowing him. But for now, if my purpose is this in the love house or if my purpose is this in the wealth family house whatever my purpose is wherever I am I need to spend time on the word according to that space no matter how small it is how did Joseph rise to become number two or number one in Egypt because in every space of responsibility 
he took it on. Did Joseph have Ephesians chapter 5? Was he able to ask Lord to strengthen his inner man? No. You even have that prayer. Did he have the opportunity to pray, Lord, just strengthen me? At the moment when his boss's wife is coming on to him, is he able to go into his room and say, Lord, just strengthen me, my inner man? No, he holds on to his life according to responsibility and purpose. He says, I'm the manager of this home. How will I now do this thing? And because of that, thank you, Pastor. Thank you, Pastor Shadia. And according to that, the Lord gives him strength, gives him knowledge, gives him understanding to operate as Joseph in that space. And he was an excellent manager of Potiphar's household. Even in the jail, did Joseph start to moan and bemoan and say, ah, you see now, I'm in prison, so this God thing is not working anymore. How can I be in jail when I was serving God my whole life? No. He realizes that even in the jail, there's a responsibility for me. They've put me over the rest of the prisoners, so I will be their big brother. I will be their leader. And, he, and the word then gives him understanding on how to do that until he raises him again. So all you need is an acute understanding of your purpose and responsibility when you're hearing the word. Then you can hear clearly understandings from the word and you can start applying them. You won't be jealous of your brother or your sister because the word has something for you. For you. I don't look at a pastor dummy, senior pastor, pastor dummy. I don't look at him and I say, oh, ah oh man look at me i just want to be like no because i know that there's a responsibility for him the responsibility for me a, a responsibility for a pastor sam our purpose you can then grow in your purpose according to how well you do in your current project but don't expect a new assignment if you've not finished building you even first what the word gives you is to raise yourself According to scripture, the raising of the dead is the first, the born again experience is the first work that the word tasks on you. To bring out a new person that can do something about things in this world, that can change spaces in this, in this world. We're just going to have to start running up there because I can still go on for, for a time. But I think we, we got to round up there. Thank you guys tuning in this morning, afternoon leadership class. We we are we're hearing deeper words from the man of God. It's not our place to just be hearers of the word. It is our place to be doers as nation family. As Paul's family, it's your place to also be doers of this word. How do I come to a space of doing? We've said it already. If you really believe you're responsible for something, you will do something about it. I'm not going to wait for Pastor Nyeka. Um, Obi to give me an instruction. Sir, I just want to book a meeting with you. Stop the booking of meetings. Sometimes as leaders, we just want to see you go do something about it. Sometimes it looks cool to see your soldiers just do something about it and come back with a result of what they've done. And then the word can take them to another space. Thank you, Pastor Morris. I see you. 
sometimes the word just wants to see how you reacted with the responsibility the, the word is just filled with men who reacted to purpose Samson is just a man that knows I'm just here to fight don't meet Samson to talk it's not diplomacy he's going to look at you and just be thinking how do I crack your head right now <laughs> that's a good responsibility I know PK wants that responsibility meet Samson for diplomatic talk he's just looking around looking for what he's going to grab and he's pretending yeah, yeah, uh-huh yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, come, come. Mm. <laughs> that's Samson that's just what he's called to. he said that's his responsibility I'm just going to take this to the gates of the Philistine I'm just going to bring war to their front door I'm just going to bring war to the front door is he waiting for the soldiers to join him this guy sometimes you know what he does he's just bored and just says, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm just going to lift these guys' gates today. That's such a nuisance. <laughs> That's a nuisance, you know. I'm just going to bring war to them. Samson, why are you doing this thing? It was too peaceful. Madman Samson. He said, yes, I'm mad. Samson, why, why did you just set everything on fire? He said, because... I just wanted to see something burn. I, I haven't smelled fire in a long time. So I said, let me give them something to run around with. It's just, he knows my responsibility is just to bring problem to these guys. That's all God wants him to do. Don't want him to sit down and start having a constructive talk. Don't take on what you're not for now. You just do what you're supposed to do. If you're the mobilizer of your house or your family, you're the, mo you're the damn mobilizer. If you're, the, if you're the financier of, of the business, you're the financier of the business. Don't be told what to do. According to your purposes, according to the, how the power of the word will work inside you. As you prove that word, then what? The word gives you more responsibility. More. Until it opens you up to endless amounts. Until you share the same responsibility as God. Because you fulfilled and you proved righteousness in everything. That's how you grow. It's been an awesome time. Thank you, Pastor Nikki. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And um, I know it's Saturdays, so I think we're going to have a great Saturday. After this, I'll be with the Wealth Nation. But we're going to have our refreshments. And wherever you are, just chill, relax. I hope you are able to just take some notes. And, and um, I, I just think we should have words that we can go back and reconsider on top of the word that we hear from pt i'm not going to come and speak what pt said that's just another level of stuff but i just let, let us can we just have words that we can go over to know i'm fine i'm okay <laughs> if you're like me you hear pt preach like that and you're just thinking okay where did i get it wrong um where do i start now one day pt did something because you know i i still stick around and work close with him and he did something with these guys that we're working with. And I just, I came home and I said, Onyi, you are a fool. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just said, okay, Onyi, you are a fool. You know, you're, you have zero wisdom. You are, you are just a fool. So just sit down and call and say, sir, please just tell me what to do. I saw wisdom on another level. <laughs> so, so you don't make yourself go mad. You just need words that you just go over and say, just play your role. <laughs> In it, just play your role. 
It's like Charlie waking up tomorrow. I, you can hear a mad word, Charlie, and then say, ah, I'm going to be pure tomorrow. It, it's not possible. But do what you have to do right now. That's what helps pure. Because it's in the trying to become like pure now. We'll see you running on the motorway like a madman or something. <laughs> I'm just playing. Thank you, Pastor Dami. It's been so great in the presence of the whole nation this morning. Uh, all the captains of industries, all the business leaders, everybody that was tuned in this morning, I wish you all the best. We're going to have an awesome Sunday. An awesome Sunday. And we are in a whole new season called Model Nation, which will continue straight into March the 6th, our hope service. But even after then, we're still in Model Nation. God is forming a Model Nation leaders captains of industries you're you're taking hold of your mind and you're you're just saying to yourself there is no one greater than me in this thing that's how you start your leader says to you i want you to be pouring water for me and you just decide you see in the point of water huh, you guys don't understand the skill that i use i even use my finger in a different way now it is from there. Then God says, wow, this guy took water so seriously. Okay, let's try him with Coke. And you grow from there until, before you know it, the guy is leading his own company. You start from those things. Don't, don't try and be too brilliant before your time. What's your responsibility? Then you hold on to the word according to that. Pastor Nyeko Obi told me that my job is to make sure this is happening. Then you sit with that till you're unmatched. Why would they always speak of PO as a PT protocol? I made sure I do it, did it on match. So it doesn't matter in 2050, whoever comes to put, oh, will we still be alive then? That, that's not far, is it? We'll be alive, Abby. Okay. Amen. <laughs> whoever is protocoling then, they will still say in the shape of PO as a protocol. They're still going to say it. So I do it. Do things in a way that you just want someone else to say long. I'm not going to do that work. Leave it to him. Set a, set a standard. Set a standard of preaching the word where your followers look at you and say, that's long for me to talk like that. Brings them to the next level. That's what makes Stephen has to go home angry now and say, ah, need to get to the next level of giving the word now. <laughs> Be a top-level lawyer, Holy Ghost-filled nation family lawyer. Walk into the courtroom with the responsibility that I represent nation family, not my client. That's why I have to win today's case. That's next step. Listen, if you go in with the responsibility of I'm supporting my client, one day, even the client will vex you. You will look at him and say, Guy, just be going to jail, man. I'm telling you, lawyers are human now. But if you have a greater responsibility and purpose in your mind, if you're like a PO and you believe the economy of the nation family is in my brain, it's up to you whether, I don't care if you believe me or not. It's just how I feel every day. So every action and everything I do is according to that. I sow according to that. I preach according to that. I lead according to that. Because I believe it's my responsibility, my purpose, I don't shy from it until I see it happen. Are you hearing me, guys? So you, you grab hold of that purpose to allow the word to continue to give you understanding of what he's saying. I love you all. It's been an awesome time this afternoon. And I'll see you later.
take care of all the birds. 